0: No, but how about a farewell address? (laughs) To Eddie, keep an eye on your breath. Everyone else does. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that soft. For she's a jolly good fella. Well, I'm not jolly and I'm not a fella. Well, I want you women to know that I was fully opposed to this degenerate, depraved, immoral, perverted, and indecent proposal, but if it must occur.
1: (laughs) Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm Kenny, your host, and with me are my good buddies, Meds. A gentleman. And, of course, Al. Yo, dudes, what's up? And that's it. Just the three of us. Wow. We're back to our old school. Freaky. Oh, old school. Back yeah. To the old days. Hey, the old days. What do you
2: mean, old All school? Is that a reference <laughs> to my age?
1: Well, you are the oldest of us,
2: so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the only one that remembers this show when it first
1: aired. <laughs> that's true, because I, I think I. Uh, yeah, because I don't think I was around when it first aired.
3: You young? Yeah. Well, you was because you, you 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 was born.
1: No, I wasn't born. Just came out in like what sixty late sixties. No, no 70. 72. <laughs> 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 okay, I was two years old. I was trying to make Al feel really old, but yeah, you don't. Oh, well. to <laughs> make me feel old.
3: <laughs> just 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 look at the Mash Four Hundred Seven Podcast T shirt so, Oh yeah. Is
1: it old? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Al's going to be a grandpa, so.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, gramps
1: Grandpa Grandpa, Grandpa That's right
3: Awesome sauce, right? All right yeah,
1: so, awesome. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started with this episode This is going to be The title of this episode is Edwina And it is episode number 13 The Lucky 13 It's directed by James Sheldon And written by Hal Dresner Who we've seen previously Production code is J312 And the original air date is December 24th 1972 very Ooh, christmas cool christmas eve oh, man. yeah very cool uh excuse me sir can you help me please what's wrong i just got something in my
0: eye dirt a finger how'd you get a finger in your eye it came through the hole in the tent what tent when i had my eye up against i told you to stop peeking in the nurse's shower
2: well everyone needs a hobby we had some pretty notable guest stars on this episode as well. Arlene Galanka played the ever popular nurse Edwina Eddie Ferguson. She appeared on the 1965 comedy album "You Don't Have to Be Jewish," which became a smash hit. Unfortunately, she was unavailable. Uh, she was unavailable to record its follow-up. When you're in love, the whole world is Jewish. But she re- she recommended her friend, who was uh, just a non-Jewish person, and a roommate, Valerie Harper, thus beginning Harper's career of playing Jewish characters, most notably the uh, Rhoda Morgan's, Morgenstern character of the uh, Mary Tyler Moore show from the 1970s, and uh, uh, the spin off Rhoda in 1974. She's appeared in some of the all-time classic American TV shows, such as Streets of San Francisco, one of Med's favorite shows. Rockford Files, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Island, Woohoo. Love Boat, and yeah. Taxi. Yeah, <laughs> <Yay. laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: And ironically, she appeared in an episode of Trapper John M.D., so there is our extra mash fact.
3: Uh, Our favorite nurse, uh, Nurse Margie Cutler, uh, played
1: by Marcia Strassman, is back. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we have Linda Mecklejohn. She plays Lieutenant Leslie Scorch. She appears in eight episodes of M.A.S.H. Her last role was in 1985 in A Reason to Live.
0: Surprise! <laughs> we arranged that double war duty just so you'd be kept busy. Yeah, we even hit all the bedpans just to make sure. Uh, <laughs> blow out the candles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I, I, I'm so sorry.
0: It's no problem.
1: Uh, did you make a wish? Oh, yes, I, I
0: just said, was it, was it is, or woman.
3: True. plot summary for this episode edwina ferguson isn't the most popular attractive nurse in the camp but she is lonely uh, the other nurses come to her aid by refusing to go out with anybody in the camp until edwina gets a date the men draw straws and hawkeye is the big loser especially after <laughs> eddie ne- <laughs> especially after eddie nearly kills him in a scene resembling teenage mating rituals
0: Lieutenant, I've been very concerned about you lately. You look down in the dumps. Oh, don't worry about me. I had the dumps as a child. Now, based on my three classes in psychology, two of which I cut, I can tell you that your problem is all mental. You think too much. It's very bad. You should forget about your mind and pay more attention to your body. Or if you don't have the time, let me do it for you. I am very concerned about Eddie. Me too. You've know you got sexy knuckles. I didn't think that was possible. There are ten guys for every girl in this space. You'd think there would be one for Eddie. My dear, Eddie is a lovely girl, but she has a gift for calamity. She's a landmine in
1: bloomers. Hawkeye! Why don't we patent your ears? We could sell a million of them. All right, so let's go ahead and get started on discussing this episode. Who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, Matt, you go first. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, yeah, cool. uh,
3: I I can't stand this episode. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: uh, uh,
3: yeah, I, I give this rating of this episode an ET rating just for you, Kenny. I know. <laughs> nice, thank you. <laughs> Inside jokes that no one else oh, gets. Um, I, I just uh, uh, i don't i don't like it um i don't when i watch it it just kind of like it's like when we said before when i think kenny we had an episode that you didn't like where you think yeah, you can watch it but it's not one you choose out of the dvd mm-hmm. pack. Yeah, yeah um i think there's a there's a line in it that i just i just don't like it's when edwina turns around to, to hawkeye and says no oh you know you're conniving
0: well i'm just trying to figure out why you're sitting here you usually with Marjorie, one of the other girls well you're one of the other girls well,
2: why don't i believe you
0: That's because you believe in the popular notion of me as a glib, insincere operator. That's right. Those are only some of my qualities. Underneath, there's another me. Shy, sensitive, uncertain. Conniving. Right. But underneath that, there's another me. Underneath there, of course, there's public parking.
3: And it's like, well, this is the opposite, actually, because, OK, he's drawn the short straw. And she's not stupid. We know that straight away because she says that she knows it's all a bit of a ruse. Mm-hmm. And yet yeah, it's the nurses that are the conniving ones here because, you know, that, but they're doing it for good. But it just doesn't work about it. And I can't stand this slapstick business, you know, with a drop in the glass and him walking on it and, uh, and all that. I, I, just, I just don't buy it. I think, I think it's well performed by, uh, by Alan Alder again, the, the awkwardness of it all. It, that does work. But, no, I, I'm sorry. I just, I just can't get my hat on this one. I, I just don't like it. How about you, Al? That's me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think he doesn't like it because he's jealous. That's the problem.
1: That's it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I want
3: Hawkeye to myself. That's right.
2: right. You know, I I have to agree. It's an entertaining episode, but it's not one that you would sit down and watch over and over again. Um, Mm -hmm. There were some things that kind of bugged me about it. Uh, You know, Radar, for instance. Now we've come to know Radar in later episodes as this clumsy, awkward little pre-pubescent. teen type person who doesn't really have a whole lot of experience with women but there's that there's that scene after the nurses concoct their uh, their plan to uh you know deep freeze the the men in the camp
0: nurse cutler's got them all organized she said unless someone gets very friendly with nurse eddie things are going to get very cool around here very cool and very lonely they wouldn't dare
2: Where he goes to the to the nurse who's in um, I think it's post op and she's looking through the the uh, microscope Mm -hmm. and he hands her that slide that says something like meet us you know meet tonight or something. Well, to me that indicates you know Radar's kind of a player. He's an operator and he's not really that way. And I don't really ever like the episodes that show Radar in that type of a light.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's one noticeable thing. Is it's so out of character for Radar to do that.
2: One of the things that I did like, though, was Frank in this episode. He kind of, uh, you know, he he's against the whole thing because it's against his Christian morals. Yet he just delights in the fact that Hawkeye's the one that uh, loses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just thought that was yeah. hilarious. Actually, here's something for Harry. I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the dining scenes, there were no plates.
1: <laughs> yeah it was all metal tries isn't it right, right. he, he's not here for this episode and there's finally no plates yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why he hasn't turned up right. he's mourning the plates <laughs> that's it yes um, well I actually I enjoyed this episode um, it's not obviously my, my most favorite but I could watch it over and over I mean it's it has its, its moments but I agree you know the Radar being out of character and and just the slap silliness of it Um, and, you know, I mean MASH is known for its slap silly, but that was Like over the top, you know Too much, I mean, you know, she purposely Knocked over things, or she You know, I know it was trying to be by accident, but It's just felt forced,
2: oh yeah Yeah, you know,
1: um The other thing, I, I mean, the things I did like about this Episode is I liked the whole getting ready Ceremony with just the music <laughs> I mean that was to me that was funny, and they're all putting on samurais. Yes, yeah, like they're going to their death or something, and they're all doing this like death ceremony, and they're playing that very somber music. And I thought that was really well done. I mean, with the women helping Edwina and and um, the guys helping Haka. That that to me was the my favorite part of the entire episode. Um, Another thing that you know I didn't think the Edwina was that unattractive where she wouldn't get dates. Yeah, I think you know, she she's
3: she's was pretty. I was like, pretty, I know they, could, I know
1: they, you know, it's TV, and they couldn't get anyone who was really unattractive, and, and then and then call them unattractive on top of it. So yeah. you know, I mean, you know, maybe they just try to make her a little bit more homely. But I, mean, I was like, you know, she's not that horrible.
3: To, yeah, to, but that's, that, that's also like that, the scenario of what they do with like the Ugly Betty scenario, where they get an extremely yes. pretty actress, stick some false eyebrows on her and, and put a brace on her and say, oh, look, she's ugly. It's, yeah. it's a ridiculous scenario. It's, yeah. it's, it, we used to... We have a... Well, we still actually do have it in Australian soap over here called Neighbours. Uh, very popular. And they had a girl in it called Plain Jane, uh, a autob- uh, mega brain or something. And she was... You could tell she was pretty anyway, but they put these massive glasses on her. They made her a bit dowdy, And one night typically ball night uh, out she comes with beautiful dress dresser and everyone thinks oh isn't she beautiful well she's beautiful anyway you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and the fact is well that she had a great personality and of course Edwina in this actually she does she's got a good heart she's a nurse so she's a skilled woman anyway and you know when she yeah. says that's a bad there's a bad line in this where she turns around and says oh well, I just thought I'd join up and you know become a nurse no, no you, you don't just become a nurse you know I'm sorry it doesn't work like that you know,
1: well, did, uh, you, you know did she say that did, I thought she joined the army to find a man she was already a nurse oh did she She's yeah. a nurse. Oh, she, just, right. she okay. just she just joined the army so she can find a man that she previously was engaged to that already joined the army she wanted to find another one of him
0: it's very handsome mm. it's not a good picture seymour Chomkey. nice name that's a terrible name but mrs sounds
1: so nice in front of it what well, would have that is we were engaged for almost two years And then Seymour was drafted. Oh, I will never forgive North Korea for starting up. I wrote to him every day. And he answered promptly once a month for the first month. And then nothing. So I joined up too. I thought maybe if I became a nurse, well, I might meet someone like
0: Seymour, save his life. Oh, and he would be so grateful that
3: <laughs> yeah, the one who only wrote to her once. Once, yeah. <laughs> once, a, once a month regularly, and she did yeah. the one month.
1: <laughs> For the first month, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: all right, well, I guess we can all agree that this isn't our favorite of the episodes, but it, was, it had its good points and its bad points. Or at least
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Al and I. I don't know about meds. Meds hated it. <laughs> so this is on <laughs> his do not watch list.
0: I don't have to tell you why we're all here tonight. The time has come to end the siege. Someone at whatever risk to his life or limb. Someone must make Lieutenant Edwina Ferguson his own. May I say that I find this whole proposition highly... Colonic? Irregular. That was close. And I refuse to be part of this unholy confluence. Uh, Frank. I think I speak for everyone here when I say that if you don't lend your full cooperation to our little enterprise, you will be stripped naked, painted purple, and dropped by helicopter behind enemy lines. You wouldn't dare. Uh, Radar, the straws, please.
1: Let's go ahead and start with some behind-the-scenes. Actually, a lot of these behind-the-scenes are more continuity errors than anything else. Um, The first one we have is when Edwina puts ketchup on her food. This is when she's in the mess hall with... uh, hawkeye and uh she's eating pork chops and uh you know you can see mm. she's you know he i love this is another scene i love when hawkeye grabs a napkin like he's anticipating she's going to get it all over the place and you would expect that but they don't do it they show her you know shaking the ketchup yeah. and nothing coming out and then in the next scene when they're talking she's eating and there's huge amounts of ketchup on her you know her pork chop plus it's part of the gag that she puts them on her lip and hawkeye's freaked out about it and but that's just a little continuity thing. You know, and I guess it could have come out when the camera wasn't on her. But, yeah. you know, they should show it at least so it doesn't look like a continuity. Yeah.
2: There, there was two things in that scene as well. I don't know if you guys noticed. Number one, the, uh, the label on the ketchup bottle was purposely scratched off yes. so that we couldn't mm-hmm. see that it was Heinz, obviously.
1: That's called greaking.
2: That's Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, greeking something out.
2: Yeah, And the second uh. was that Edwina had two forks, one in each hand.
1: <laughs> oh, really <laughs> nice didn't notice that mm-hmm. oh, oh.
3: oh nice one was um throughout the scene where eddie and hawkeye are on a date in his tent the stove pipe appears seamless as if one long pipe uh but just after Lake kiss eddie gets up off the cart and walks towards the camera you can now see a seam on the pipe where it detaches when eddie puts her hands on it and pushes it over hitting hawkeye in the head and emptying of course the soot over him and the cut—they don't clean it out, do they? That—that's that's been a, thats twice now that gags happened. I think yeah. three times that gags happened. Yeah, where um, the soots come out. Uh, I'm sure they do, and it's in the summer as well. I yeah, that on, on these episodes, so hmm, a bit of a waste. It can't <laughs> <be> wise. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, speaking of the uh, of the stove. While Hawkeye and Edwina are dancing, he bumps into the stove and he burns himself. So, you know, he makes a very, very plain uh, act of showing us that this thing is really, really hot. Yeah. Just a minute or so later, Edwina touches it and leaves her hand on the stovepipe. Now, if the stove was hot enough to burn Hawkeye's, you know, his backside, don't you think the stovepipe would have been pretty much untouchable?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's – again, they went for the sight gag because this is where the seam is and she pushes it over. You'd think that would be hot because the stove is on. Mm -hmm. But they – you know, you don't think about that. It's more of a gag, you know. And it's a good
2: possibility that uh, Hawkeye's backside absorbed all the heat and (laughs)
1: (laughs) – Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, and our last behind the scenes is um, in this episode. Hawkeye says he doesn't wear shoes, but then this is when the 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 glass break, right? And he steps on it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not wearing shoes." But then he jumped on the bed, and he pulled his feet up, and he has shoes on. But what I'm thinking is that I guess they're slippers, you know, like toe socks, right? And yeah. it, he had like thongs on before, so maybe that's what he meant by he's not wearing shoes. And but. You know, glass is going to go through a, a thin thong, as it would. What? A, th- a thong. Well, we call them flip flops or thongs. <laughs> Not what you're that thinking. Doesn't, that, that doesn't mean that over here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm going to have to go back to what you said, No, no wonder you like it, can This is getting you ridiculous. You <laughs> guy has no panty lines.
1: <laughs> <Isn't it> no- <laughs>
3: Oh, no. she's just got explicit, like you guys. (laughs)
1: Knock, knock. Hope
0: we're not interrupting anything. Hey, what are they? They're wearing our kind of uniforms, but they're not built like us. They're all uh, soft and bumpy. You don't suppose they're, um. Girls? That's it. I couldn't think of the word. Now, if I could only remember what they're for.
1: All right. So let's go ahead and start with uh, trivia Yeah, buddy <sighs> And you know what, I, I couldn't find my trivia Because I Yay! I packed it away somewhere But <sighs> Yeah <laughs> Fortunately, I got a new book called MASH Trivia, the unofficial quiz book <laughs> See,
3: even the, even the listeners are starting to feel sorry
1: for me
2: <laughs> Med is on an emotional
3: roller coaster, The last we,
2: we've never seen before
1: Yes. Now, this one's, uh, this one's fun because this one's broken down by characters or by episodes, so I can get really specific. So I thought, I thought it'd be fun to talk about Hawkeye first for this episode. So all the questions are going to be Hawkeye related. Well, there you go, Meds. All right. Heck, even so, Rick Moyer
2: could answer that.
1: Yeah, come on. <laughs> if you don't get this, then you should be calling yourself Hawkeye Meds on uh, your Twitter. Nice. <laughs> we'll call you Frank Meds. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one, meds, is for you. Yeah. We're gonna st- it's going to be an easy one. All right. What is Hawkeye's full name? First, middle, and last name? Uh, Benjamin Franklin Pierce. That's it. Yay. Good job. You got
3: it. That was a uh- gimme.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Al, you ready? Uh huh. All right, how did, how did Hawkeye get his nickname? Um, Last of the Mohicans. That's correct, but who gave it to him? Uh, his father. Yes, his, that was his father's favorite book, Last of the Mohicans.
2: Ha ha! In your face, meds.
1: It's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and since uh, Harry's not here to ask me my question, I'm just going to ask it. It's a book, so I have to flip to the answer in the back, so I don't know oh, what it is.
2: Sure, right? I, uh, no, yeah. but,
1: but also I have this is a fairly. I'm just going in order. This is the episode, this is a question number three, and it says where was H- Hawkeye born? And that was Crabapple Cove, Maine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Correct? Yeah, 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 I'm right. Yeah. Crabapple Cove, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check just to be safe. Well, now, wait a minute. Nobody
2: told me this was an open book test.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, now I need to find one that I can ask our listeners. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. I don't even know this one. In what city did Hawkeye do his residency?
2: Ooh. Ooh. We should have a giveaway for this one. Meds, you're going to personally go to the winner's house and clean it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, a sure. pipe Yeah, sure. For he, he wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, yeah, but actually, we've been giving—I I don't know if you guys listen to our Swamp Cast. Just as a side note, but we're giving away our Mash 4077 seven seven T-shirts. So, if you guys answer this this trivia question, it'll go into a drawing, and when we do our next Swamp Cast, you may actually win one of our T-shirts, and they're pretty can, cool. can
3: I can I ask you a question?
1: Yes. Do you actually have a hat? I do. When you j- I have <laughs> three of them. I put everyone's names on a piece of paper. I rip them up. Yeah. I throw them in there. And then it's either Harry or myself, and we pull a name out. I have a cowboy hat. I have a uh, James Firefly hat. And I have a Knights of Good from the Guild hat.
3: But do you have ah, th- cool. a sorting hat?
1: I do not. I have a wizard's hat that Rick Moyer just sent yeah. me.
3: Sorry. and does, does Leslie Phillips uh, come and turn around and tell you who the winner is when you take it out of the hat
1: yes yes
3: <laughs> but it's taped to the bottom <laughs> yeah
1: there you go that's right so my hand goes all the way to the bottom and pull it off <laughs> uh, so again the question for this episode is in what city did Hawkeye do his residency alright that was a pretty good trivia round we all got it right yeah. not too bad Hawkeye you're terrific oh
0: thanks coach Really, we appreciate it. Yeah, well, I hope the friends of Edwina Club appreciate the fact that she and I are having a date tonight. Oh, great. Great. She just stepped on my ankle. I have a run in my
1: leg. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm.
0: You wouldn't want to give me one last kiss, would you, just in case she breaks my lips tonight.
1: All right, you can find MASH 4077 Podcasts all over the interwebs. We are located at Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcasts.
3: And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, and we are at mash4077podcast. And you can also follow us individually, and my Twitter name is at hawkeyemeds. And mine is at Podcast, And mine is at
1: geekyfanboy.
2: And you can also visit our awesome website and get a look at that new podcast logo with the wonderful, wonderful etching of me. On it at <laughs> www.mash4077podcast.com.
1: Yeah, it's just you, Al, on that logo. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, we also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And we now
3: have a online store when you can buy all sorts of crazy stuff like uh, mugs and T-shirts, uh, pins, badges, and all that kind of stuff. No thongs. Uh, as a- <laughs> <laughs> quite widely pointed out, and uh, you can find that at www.zazzle.com slash mash 4077 podcast
1: cool and we also appreciate listener feedback we uh love getting comments as you may have heard we do uh what we call swamp casts and those actually feature our listener feedback so if you want to leave us some feedback you can go ahead and send that to mash 4077 podcast at gmail.com and we always
2: love the reviews and the feedback that you guys give us on iTunes. In fact, it's what drives our business. Okay, maybe not our business, but we love we love the feedback. So hop on over to the iTunes place and search for Mash 4077 Podcast and leave us some comments and feedback, why don't you?
1: All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Kenny. I'm Ed. And I'm Al. We'll be seeing ya. Goodbye, Marty. Thank you, Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Edwina. If civilian life gets
0: boring, we're always here. Why are you still smiling? No reason. Buy me a cup of coffee? Sort of missed you chasing after me these past two weeks. Well, a guy can find smoothness and grace and aptitude attractive for just so long, you know. Oh. This better? Ah, uh-huh. that's it. Much better. You're my kind of girl.
3: Hello there. My name is Meds, and this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. All uh, right. I mean, this is Mark, and we are the present, Mark. All right. Get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast, and we like to talk about crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we're only a podcast about that, so this us move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com Do not smile when I say the word colon. I'm not.
1: Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the host of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on general Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com.
2: Hi, I'm Al.
1: And I'm Joyce.
2: And And we're we're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much, we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, And we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun.
0: And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation.
2: Check out Tales from the Mouse House
1: in iTunes.
2: Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants.
1: We are located at Facebook at www. and Al, you want to do iTunes and reviews? Al. Yes. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to announce that we? Okay, you said interwebs. <laughs> I do, and I like I like the word interwebs. Okay, that's what, that's what you use now. It's the Um, new, it's the newfangled word. Come on, get with the times.
2: I'm old, remember? That's true. Yeah, old old man. (laughs)